Well, what did you like about the movie? <laughs> um, I liked the way it was filmed. And uh, Do you know what movie I'm talking about? The one, only one we've been to see. 3,000 Years of Longing. Yeah, Thank you very much. It was really, I, I liked it. I thought it was yeah. kind of weird. It was weird, wasn't it? I like weird. Tilda Swinton played the character that found a bottle with a gin. Who could grant three wishes? Which is just a fancy name for a genie. Which is just a genie. The gin was played. <laughs> it's uh, a gin. What, what's the actor's name? Oh, uh, um, Idris. Idris something. El- Elba. 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 Yeah. Tilda was a lonely scholar. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> and, God. And I'm going to set this down. In the story. No, no. Wait, just I'll saying, be back in, in the 20. story. Okay. Tilda uh, was on a trip to Istanbul, where we were not long ago. But... She discovered a djinn, which is the mythological genie. And, but the genie offers her three wishes in exchange um, for freedom. He wanted to be free. And it goes on from there. But you know, the, and there was some intellectual chemistry, I thought. Oh, yeah. As Absolutely. weird as the movie was. I loved it. A little bit of a romantic spin. I kind of like that they gave her character um, the sensation of she didn't want anything. And he's like, please make a wish. Yeah, you so had I a can... genie begging somebody, please, any just like, desire no, something. She's like this. She's like, I read the story. It does not go well. Uh, no well, thanks. It's a it's a short story. I think it's by the name of something else. I don't I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know. But the storytelling and the cinematography was really nice, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the special effects were good. I really enjoyed it. And we've not been to a movie in a long, long time. <laughs> so there it is. Well, we've been to a movie, but we have left after the popcorn ran out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by the end of the the um, previews, we're packing up. Pretty much, like this. This isn't very good. We go home. I'm tired. Uh, or do do you it feel was like too good. I feel like everyone is home and in bed way earlier than they maybe were five years ago? And no, it's not just because of all my friends and me are older now. I just mean no. across the board, like even pretty young people, like in their twenties. I mean, I'm seeing them, you know kind of joking about just being homebodies. People and, like to be at home, and I think uh, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah, I think so, especially well, if it's peaceful. So, well, let's talk about purpose in life. Let's talk about purpose and in life. I often refer to our purpose as advancing toward perfected completion, and I mention it that way in the 100-Day Guided Journal quite often. And we just had an email from... Well, it's a KB, and I think he is in Salt Lake City, Utah. That sounds right. And he said, well, he asked, he said, ask me if I could explain or if I would explain what is meant or what I mean by advancing toward perfected completion, because we, I put it that way all the time. And he's, again, he's working through the Law of Attraction Guided Journal. And so the question is, what are, that he referenced, the question is, what are you advancing toward perfected completion? He said, what do you mean by, what am I advancing toward perfected completion? And I'm glad that he asked, because if he didn't, I was going to be like, oh, you know, I'm asking for a friend. What do you mean (laughs) when you say that, Steve? Okay. We are all here in the land of the living. In these earth suits, okay? And so to enjoy the process of observation and to enjoy the process of working out choices that align with the flourishing of life, we had to land and grow up into these these earth suits in order to survive on this planet. And as we go through this journey, the process, 
choosing what to attach the power of the substance of our beliefs toward. We're advancing. We're growing and we're changing. We're becoming something different today than we were yesterday. Just like you know, the, a plant begins with a seed. And that seed grows and develops and continues to transform itself as it flourishes in life. And human beings are the same way. We are all advancing toward coming into full harmony in alignment with a source of life. And so that's what I mean by what is it specifically that you're choosing to advance toward perfected completion in your own life? Maybe it is your physical health. Perhaps you're wanting more prosperity and abundance of wealth in your life. Maybe you're looking for love um, or more friends, peace, joy, happiness, all those things by choice we choose to begin to journal about. And from the highest viewpoint, Determine what that's going to look like and then hold on to that image and create, as we write in our journals, an article of faith that this is who I am in the present tense of now. And then that is what we're advancing toward perfect a completion. And that's what's meant by that. Well, and for me, when this is asked in the context specifically of the journal, it takes on a little different meaning for me. And maybe I shouldn't say different, but maybe more in depth, because this is where I have to like sort of dig deep to do what you're telling us to do right now, because I feel like it's going to require so much imagination. It's going to have to require us to take, um, you know, a deeper dive into maybe the thing that we haven't allowed ourselves to paint that picture in our mind yet. And that takes, um, it takes a lot of work. Imagination. To, to, to paint that new picture that maybe you haven't really seen before. Well, if, if you're wanting to advance your body toward perfected completion in your health, then you just imagine from the highest viewpoint what that would look like. Yeah. What you would look like as the healthiest version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's free of some sickness or disease. Mm-hmm. But then that's the ideal that we hold fast to. And we learn the language of and speak words of gratitude for being that already, having it manifested in our lives, whether we see it yet or not, regardless of the bad report, regardless of what the physicians may say or not say. And isn't this why journaling becomes so vital in the life of a kinetic believer? Because when I answer that question just in my own mind throughout the day, I might just attach, oh, the the thing I want to um, advance toward perfected completion is my health. And it stops yeah. there. But then the journaling, it pulls so much out of you. It pulls so much more out of you. And it really, um, I love how it always pushes me to define and even redefine on a higher level, in a higher plane, what, okay, what do you want? Because the universe wants specifics. The universe wants you to be able to to see what you're desiring in your mind's eye with so much clarity. And I, honestly, I can't quite achieve that outside of the journal. Yeah, it's not easy to hold on to, is it? Because everything in the natural, in the lower state of being, is go, is a contradiction to that. Mm-hmm. Turn on the television, answer yeah. the telephone, talk to a neighbor. Chances are you're going to receive some information that is opposite of growth and development. Mm-hmm. More life, abundant life, peace and joy and happiness. So Life in of itself, in its lower state, is a contradiction to the highest viewpoint. We, we were actually talking earlier today that we might just want to only stream uh, things that we watch and not allow commercials on cable to even come into the house no, because no it's question. all sickness no now. Yeah. You know, it just it just gives you this laundry list of symptoms, and um, it's unbelievable. Um, but how, how cool though to be aware of that, to be awakened to 
to the difference between the things we're supposed to consume and that feed us and the things that pull us in the wrong direction. Well, it's that awakening that has us all, all the KBs uh, that we have in common. And it's a desire that we all have mm. that seems to be unique to KBs, that we desire to transcend the lower self and to, and to advance in our ability to manifest our best lives. And this is a KB that's getting up every morning and even even before putting their feet onto the floor, they're purposing to live. Their purpose, they want to have an, an exciting, abundant life. They're tired of the round-robin circle way of doing things, the, the boredom of repetition. And so we want to thrive, and we want to do it in the, the most profound abilities of our mind, body, and soul. And that's the commonality of KBs. Wow. I feel like you just... Tied it all up in a really nice, a really nice bow for us. Yeah. Like, me, like, hold up, let me go do all this real well, quick. Well, I have more to say, so okay. let me pull on the end of that bow and let's <laughs> unravel a little bit. Keep going. Because next this, present, <laughs> next present. But Maggie, this means to become harmoniously balanced within our mind, body, and soul. Mm. Harmoniously balanced in life, in our pursuits. Nothing out of balance. Uh, in other words, to develop in an extreme way in just one area and not the other will cause deficiency in the other areas. Yes. If you develop in an efficient way, for example, in in your finances and neglect your health, you're out of balance. Yes. You know, you, you'll probably transcend right on, out of, right on out of here at the age of 35 if you don't take care of yourself physically. If you don't yeah. imagine your highest viewpoint for perfected health, moving physically toward... Uh, aligning yourself to manifest strength, vitality, straight posture, um, your organs vibrating on a high, the highest level of efficiency so that you can enjoy the abundance of prosperity and enjoy the peace and health and, and pursuits of hobbies and other things that you, know, you find interest in in this life. Balance really is the key, isn't it? That just unlocks so much more enjoyment and peace and, and joy in life. We were having a really interesting conversation the other day about how, um, you know, when you're pulling yourself out of something negative, it's actually kind of difficult. And you have to be very wary to not swing that pendulum in the opposite direction into the extreme of the, of the opposite way. Like, for example... We were saying, or I guess I was saying how, you know, if you've been judgmental in your life, all of a sudden, if you purpose to not be judgmental, the next step is to judge people who are judgmental. <laughs> like that's literally like <laughs> that's the so life cycle true. of coming yes. out of judgment. Um, but then, so finding <laughs> so balance yeah. um, in all pursuits, even in the pursuit of the mind and, and the ba- balance of spirituality. I mean, it's it really is, like you're saying, it's the key. Yeah, well, if I desire to let's say, develop in my health, like we're talking about, in a more abundant way than I do, say, for example, the area of wisdom, then I could become very healthy, but not able to self-govern myself in a way to live more, with Mm -hmm. more purpose, with more exploration and, and more freedom. And the desire for better health then must be on par with the desire for more abundant life. And the foundation for the desire for more abundant life is to live more in relationship with spirit, uh, with my creator, 
who will then show me even more than anything that I could have hoped for or ever imagined. Well, this is such a great lesson that we need to be aware of because when you are pursuing something, even if it's a really positive, great thing for our lives, um, at least for me, I, I can become so obsessive. I can, be so, can become so obsessive about, you know, excelling in that one area. And like you're telling us, you know, you have to be aware, you have to stay awake and stay aware, even in this growth cycle, because you don't want to, you know, another area to all of a sudden start experiencing atrophy. Sure. That's you know, really interesting. You're, you're working all day on some of the logistics for an upcoming concert. And I'm like, Megan, you're forgetting to eat. You need to drink. <laughs> well, you need to take care. That's of- very kind of you. Have I ever like, forgotten to eat? <laughs> you're like, Megan, you're eating. You forgot no, to work. <laughs> no. But, you know. As, That's more like it. As, as great. Put the mac and cheese down and right. please email I them back. I don't think so. As great as the imagination is, it's limited by what every thought and form that was established from the beginning established. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new in the universe. And so we are creative rearrangers. And we take these building blocks and we have the authority and dominion to arrange our lives in any way that we should Mm, choose. I love that. Yet we each have the ability to go beyond what's already been given by going directly through the giver, the creator of all things, the intelligent bias that first believed and then saw what was believed is within every single one of us. And the wisdom that a kinetic believer receives is, is, that's just the very beginning. I mean, that is the first baby step. And we also manifest the physical energy, the vitality, and more of life force than we could ever imagine when we align ourselves with the giver, with source. Wow. The, you know, the energy of spirit, um, the energy of God is unlimited, there's no limit. And, and we now know from recent quantum mechanic discoveries that creative life source permeates and upholds all things. Every human being, regardless of whether they are aware of it or not, is already receiving to themselves the energy of source in an instinctive way. However, for the, for the person that determines to continue to advance their life's journey of exploring beyond the natural, they can appropriate more of Source's energy in a greater degree if they stage themselves to purpose in manifesting more of higher Source into their mindfulness. But this is done with an intention. This is done on purpose. It doesn't just happen. And that's why most people never experience this. Yes. It takes a mindfulness. It takes a a determined, steadfast approach to, to life every day with an expectation that I am going to receive more wisdom, more health, more abundant energy from life source today than I had yesterday. Do you think that... It, that- people can experience less discipline when it comes to spirituality because it's so, it feels so closely attached to our emotions. And what I'm saying is, for example, discipline is utilized all the time in getting healthy. Um, Oh, I need a routine. I need a really healthy, disciplined routine. And then many times that level of um, concentration, discipline, commitment it's not overlaid with spirituality, and, and it's more feeling-based. And, and I think that's an interesting 
split that can happen. Well, what happens if it is feeling based is that there will not be you lack the integrity of the pursuit Mm -hmm. because feelings change. And if you allow your feelings to be out front guiding and leading you. Uh, then as your feelings change, you change. Wait, wait, as your we emotions just... change, you, you change. You change. If you're making decisions based on emotions, yeah. then you'll con- continue to change your decisions. Being double-minded in your pursuits, which we, of course, know d- does not manifest. Can we just start calling them chemicals? <laughs> sure. I think that would help. Yeah, don't be <laughs> emotions, led by your chemicals. Emotions are so personal. Emotions, emotions. Eh, the, the chemical com- combo in my brain right now, I'm going to ignore that and, <laughs> and do this kinetic belief advice. thing. But, well, that's, but that's, you know, there's a lot of truth in that because the measure of a person's light, the measure of the amount of, of love that a, someone is harboring and their manifesting power is not according to what source is willing to give them, to what the universe is going to provide for them, but what they have the will and what they have the cognitive discipline to appropriate unto themselves. But that comes back to every single person having the authority and the mindful dominion to apply that, that creative authority to manifest, desire, uh, imagine, speak, and have gratitude and put action toward the manifestation of something. How much is it going to matter for us to allow ourselves to give time to self and to, you know, you've heard the saying, I need to stay in my lane. Um, and I'm, I'm just, as I'm visualizing everything you're giving us today, I have such a strong sense that this is really going to require you, you saying, you know what, I'm going to give this time to myself mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever it takes, knowing that your export will be greater knowing that that unconditional love is going to flow more freely. But I'm just wondering how much of a part that even plays. Totally. Stay tethered and do not allow yourself to drift and to be mindlessly going through this life. Mm -hmm. As soon as you do that, you become a victim to circumstances. And so this is a, this requires that we stir these things up daily, continuously being mindful of these things that we talk about. Look, the source of all things created has stored within the storehouse of the universe everything that can ever be given. It's all been given. It's all been distributed. It is already done. The only question is, how much is any one person willing to receive of the unlimited supply of more than enough? Mm-hmm. What is your willingness? And, and note the word willingness, willing. It's our will, which is a cognitive state of mind, which is being mindful to where you are, what you're doing, what you're thinking about, what you're allowing yourself to watch. Like you pointed out the other day, you noticed that you said the eyes are just part of the brain. It's an extension of the brain. What are you putting into your brain, into your mindfulness We have to pay attention to these things because they do matter. They do manifest, whether you are willing for it to or not. Mm -hmm. So it it does require that we stay tuned into the lifestyle, the friendship, the environment, what we're choosing to place ourselves into. I love how you told us just a little while ago to stay tethered. Um, And and really we're staying tethered to the reality and the truth of the principles of the universe. And I love that we can stand on those and that you're always taking us back to simply the way that these laws are working. Because for example, I've been hearing a lot lately in um, kind of the self-help genre 
um, teaching. I've been hearing a lot of, you know, people don't believe they deserve fill in the blank success, love, a good relationship. But what's really cool when you, when you look at everything you just said to us is it actually negates believing or not believing you deserve something. Because if we can rest in the knowledge of doing this, going through this process, going through this process of kinetic belief, it's a law of the universe that we can count on. And we're not hoping that our, uh, not everything has to be perfect, I guess is what I'm saying, because the universe is there. And I just, I think that's, I'm not probably saying it very well, but I'm not because you just pause <laughs> for <laughs> well, so long. There's, there's, there's so much in there that I want to unpack. This sure, kind of, sure. Having, okay, good. It's actually, I'm having fun trying to decide where I want to start. And I guess I was just, for, okay, this is what I was, my first thought was, yay, you know, I don't have to <laughs> be sitting here like getting myself all worked up like, I deserve this, I deserve this. No, if I just do the work and do the journaling and say what I need to say and think what I need to think, the universe will meet me in that place and those things will manifest even if I'm having an off day or I'm not totally believing in myself. I just love how it's this like 50-50 thing. Sure. And Ugh. even, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That no, that's good. Because, because <laughs> <laughs> there's perfection and imperfection because all things in their imperfect state are advancing toward perfection. And that makes it perfect. And so the idea is, as a kinetic believer, rather than looking at things as being either right or wrong, they just are. Mm. Everything, it just is. So going back to what I said at first, you know, you don't, there's a problem with the foundational premise of the question, do I deserve this? Don't even ask the question. It's, that's that's not, that's not even the, where you begin. Right. Because then do I deserve it requires an answer of, well, is it good or bad? Mm. For the KB, things Mm. just are. So we remove ourselves from the circumstances of things being good or bad because, look, there's no limit to the manifesting power of human beings. Mm -hmm. Only because all of human beings' power comes from the inexhaustible reservoir of the Creator that is advancing all of creation, even outside of the boundaries of this planet, toward perfected completion. And it's like the recipe sometimes we refer to that even in its unfinished state, it's perfect in that it's moving toward mm. becoming cornbread. And bef- <laughs> you know, 20 minutes before it's cornbread, it's oh, just man. ooey gooey stuff, but it's perfect in yeah. that it's advancing toward perfected completion. We haven't completion. had lunch yet. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to go with that cornbread? Well, mac and cheese, because that's... I don't know why I said that earlier, but now I'm craving it. Well, you're from the South. How about a bowl of pinto beans with uh, some chow chow and a spoonful of mayonnaise? You stir that Ew. up with just a little pinch of cornbread. And, I wasn't from that South. Uh, that That's was, where you're from. No, that was in the movie, I think. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't, Jeannie. All right. So, but, oh, now, but you may be thinking, how do I connect with the unlimited source in a way that communicates my willingness? I want Source yeah. to know I'm willing. I'm willing. I, I am excited. I'm willing. How do I connect my willingness to receive more peace, to receive more prosperity, to receive more wisdom and more life? Mm. What do I need to do? Albert Einstein said, wow. everything in life is vibration. Everything. Yes. Everything in the universe is vibration. And we now know that 
All things in our universe are constantly in motion, vibrating. Even objects that appear to be stationary are in fact vibrating. This table is oscillating, it's resonating at various frequencies. All these little trinkets and things and you and me and uh, everything you can see. The law of nature that states everything has a vibration is, is a proven uh, theory. It's a, it is a law. Well, in people, in humans, vibration is a state of being. Um, the vibration can be thought of as the atmosphere or the energetic quality of a person, even a place, a thought or a thing. You've heard um, about, well, you weren't around in the 60s, but somebody's vibes before. Good vibes. still a thing. Okay, good vibe, bad (laughs) vibes. It's the vibes. Most of reading someone's vibes is intuitive, isn't it? I mean, you can tell a person's energy when they walk into a room. You you pick up a vibe from somebody. Yes. Anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can pick it up on, on the interstate. Somebody's (laughs) Somebody's <laughs> vibe as they go by I'm you. I'm like, they were so nice. They told me I'm number one. Yeah, that's the vibe that you're picking up on. In other <laughs> words, while some people draw you closer, others make you want to keep your distance Yes, because of a vibe. Well, what's, what's really happening there? Mm. The universe is a set of frequencies creating in harmony the, this concert of life, concert of existence. And... We as biological and spiritual beings living in this realm are also part of the notes of this this fantastic symphony that's being played out. Our bodies and our thoughts vibrate, emitting frequencies and these notes of harmony or discord Mm. in the same way that these frequencies are projected by either a lower state of being or a higher state of consciousness they are intuitively received by anyone who's in the active state of higher consciousness. In other words, there are a lot of people that won't pick up on the vibe of someone else because they're immersed in a lower state of being and they're in their egoic and they're completely oblivious to the vibes of anybody around them. They get into your personal space, for example. I've also seen when we're vibrating and we're on this very high frequency and someone with an extremely low frequency tries to be around us, they almost run away. If they, it's a if, they, if they detected. Well, it's almost like they they don't even know why, but your frequency, your high high frequency, is almost painful mm-hmm. to someone True. that's in an opposing vibration. Correct. Yeah. So kinetic believers who put a spiritual demand on peace and a spiritual demand on joy to become them mm-hmm. have higher vibrational emotions, like you're talking about, while. Things like shame and guilt and bitterness and anger and all of those things, those are lower vibrational emotions. So now, why why is this vital to know? Something interesting happens when different vibrating things come together. And they'll often start, after a little while, to vibrate together at the same frequency. They sync up, in other words. You know, you will sync up with people that you're around all the time, people that you work with, like them or not, you'll sync up with them in some way, sometimes in ways that can seem a little weird Mm -hmm. and a lot mysterious. This is the scientific phenomenon of spontaneous self-organization. 
you know, our orchestra syncs up. It, it's like rattling the cages the day before a concert, and we're, we're thinking, how will this ever come together? But we, we stay with it, and, and we, we're rehearsing, we get rid of the jet lag and all these other things, and there's a sync that begins to take place, and it becomes magical and beautiful. And we see this in nature around us. When fireflies... For those in North Carolina, lightning bugs, <laughs> when they come together in large numbers, they start flashing in sync. What well, lasers are produced when photons of the same power and the same frequency begin to sync up. Uh, you can see it, it, you know, the moon's rotation is exactly synced with its orbit around the earth in a way that we always see the same face of the moon. Spontaneous self-organization is the universal law of attraction working off of vibrational frequencies. It's, it's everywhere. It's all around us. And so when we begin to understand resonance, the enlightenment of that will lead a person to deeper insights about the nature of higher consciousness, the wisdom of highest viewpoints, and how that unlocks the key to wisdom regarding how kinetic belief works to rearrange somebody's entire life. Yes. Everything. How maintaining a higher frequency, it heals the body. If you stay in that higher frequency of expectation, positivity, imagining, and not faltering, and not altering your course, but you stay there, that posture will attract good desires. It attracts healing into the body. And I think it's interesting that you set all of this up with the word willingness, and that that's been the theme uh, through that entire section there, because uh, it, you're not using words like commitment and discipline, you're using the word willingness. And can you just, I want to know more about that. Yeah, sure, because without the willingness, we become uh, victims of circumstances, don't we? Victims of the people that we find ourselves hanging around. For example, you realize that fireflies... They're not necessarily enjoying a higher level of group of consciousness, hanging out with each other, but they're physically affected by the proximity to one another. Yeah. That's the law of, of that's the string theory of vibrational particle physics. And in the same way, if you keep company, if we keep company, and we know this happens, with toxic people, your light will begin to sink with theirs and therefore diminish. Mm. You want to hear something amazing? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Humans are the best long-distance runners in the animal kingdom, without what? a doubt. What? Oh, yeah. Even nature's best animal distance runners, like horses and dogs, I mean, they, they can run, and they're supposed to run for a long way. They will run similar distances only if they're forced to. And what's amazing is that humans are better at running long distance than any other animal on the planet. That's wild. That's weird. <laughs> it is strange. Every guess because it's choice, right? <laughs> well, every person on the earth has an inexhaustible reservoir of ability mm. that is attached to willingness to answer your question. Wow. And when called upon from aligning their vibrating frequency with higher consciousness, it opens up this uh, ability that comes from within higher, higher source wisdom, higher consciousness. And the long distance runner who reaches, for example, the stage of exhaustion, if they exert the substance of their belief, of their will into the physical body, 
they'll find what's called their second wind. Mm-hmm. You've done it before, out yeah. playing rugby, <laughs> and all the all the chaos around you, and you keep going, and then you're exhausted, and you're fatigued, and you keep pushing, and you keep pushing, and there comes a second wind. Yes, that happens in many instances, not just physicality. Yes, right. And it's because it is all about vibrations. Mm -hmm. And it is all about the type of vibrations. And most importantly, about shared vibrations. Physical and emotional strength are renewed within a long-distance runner in the same way. Mm. And not only that, but runners will actually receive a third and a fourth and even a fifth wind when they exact a higher vibrational expectation onto their natural ability. And there it is, the expectation. That's what this is giving us. When you are talking about willingness and the ability to go further and faster and longer and stronger, um, it's that expectation that's going to set us up for success. You've, you've used this as an example many times that um, the Olympic runner that ran the four-minute mile, he was the first, and, and it took so long to get there, but then once he did it, it set an expectation, and so many people started doing it, which I just always found fascinating and really dovetails with this. Kinetic belief is always easier for the followers than it is for the first one. (laughs) There you go. Because the condition for alignment is this, for the athlete, the the first one that broke that four-minute mile, they have to have absolute immovable kinetic belief that the strength will come. Mm. They've got to think continuously, holding on to the expectation for strength manifestation to manifest. uh, They've got to have perfected confidence of strength and have perfected confidence that they have the strength within them, that they have access to it, and they they must continue to run, not cave in or, or quit in order for it to manifest. If the runner, look, if the runner admits to themselves that they're double-minded, and they start having doubts, they start talking about being really thirsty, <laughs> my shoe needs to be tied, and I can't run and tie it at the same time, whatever it is. If they become double-minded, they will double over exhausted. Yes. They collapse. Not only that, but if they quit running, they say, I'm going to stop running, go over here and sit down on this bench and have a sandwich. And I'm going, I'm, I'm going to wait for additional strength just to show up. It will never come. Yeah. It just won't come. Because the runner imagines the strength they desire and acts upon the belief by continuing to run and continuing to run. And they continue to run. Regardless, they keep running. And they don't stop. And they keep running, looking within, drawing from higher source to be able to keep running. And it's that unwavering purpose to advance toward the perfected completion of the distance that connects the runner with the source of energy in a way that manifests a new supply. I feel like this is going for full circle because we began by talking about journaling. And I have to say that journaling sets the tone every single day for the rest of the day for my inner dialogue. What am I saying to myself? Um, what's my reaction to a thing in my own mind? And everything that you're describing with this willingness and the frequency, all of it is fueled from inner dialogue. It's fueled from the spirit thoughts. Ah, yes, and where does the inner dialogue come from? It needs to come from our journaling, doesn't it? Because if we wait for the feelings and the emotions, the and, and the chemical, the chemicals <laughs> to, to articulate the inter, yes. the internalized dialogue, you're done before you even start. You're toast. Because this is how kinetic belief rolls itself out. It's through your practice of journaling, like you're talking about. 
in order to be able to change not only the physical body, but the mind, the body, and the soul. Mm. This is how we change the world around us, Maggie. Yes. Our freedoms, our peace, our prosperity, opportunities, the friends in our lives, every single circumstance responds to our thought forms in exactly the same way. Mm. We have the power, all of us, to be able to dictate the frequency of our being by directing our own imaginations, directing our desires, choosing our words, and posturing ourselves in gratitude, determining what our actions will be, and by directing willfully our thoughts. I have a question about this. <laughs> okay. I'll Deep give you, breath. Megan, you have the floor. It's a big question. Okay. You know, I remember as a kid, first hearing about molecules and and how everything's made up of that stuff. And you're like, well, how does it know it's a chair or me? You know, how do, how do these things even work? And as you're describing all of this today, it's so powerful. And it's, it's honestly a lot to consume. Um, I definitely want to listen back to it. But I'm wondering if the power of bias is what c- causes the frequency to change and affect our surroundings and for physical changes to show up. And I'm wondering if the power of that bias was first seeded with the creator and then passed on through creation to us. And now it's the power of that bias that we, that we carry with us. And so for example, you know, holding up all things and nothing in in between the something that the God particle, as you've told us before, is that bias. And so it's causing the basic structures of the world that we're in to maintain their form. However, the manipulation of that and using our bias is coming from us. We're the only animal in the animal kingdom that can imagine that we're going to get another meal to eat or not. A wolf never thinks, I'm not going to get to eat today. Right. A human being can, yeah. which can affect the outcome of, of whether or not you will eat or, or, or not. So by holding on and creating on purpose and willfully a bias for another meal, a bias for perfected health, a bias for living your best life, enables us in this life, regardless of age, regardless of where you are, where you're living, whatever it is you're doing professionally, whatever, It enables every single person to be able to catch a second wind where your health is concerned, to catch a third wind in your marriage, in the manifestation of great wealth, catch a fourth and fifth wind if needed for some talent that you shelved many, many years ago, thinking it's you're too old, it's it's too old to you're too old to teach a dog new tricks or whatever the saying is. (laughs) Not to learn. Did I say that? To not to to teach. You're too old to teach some other dog. Whatever that is, it's not true. That probably feels more accurate (laughs) than the than the original saying. (laughs) I'm too old to teach this old dog. I can't do it anymore. Or or to have a passion for for anything. Mm. The universe will respond, Maggie, to our subjective articles of positive vibrational faith. In ex- well, in exactly the same way that uh, Paulo Coelho talked about in The Alchemist when he wrote, and when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. Mm. Look, if you're needing healing in some area of your body, when you work out your ideal self through journaling from the highest viewpoint and you no longer doubt 
or question the perfected condition of your physical body. Regardless of what the doctor says, regardless of the bad report, or even the way things may appear, your purposeful high vibrational vision will bring you into harmony with what's already been given, with the higher consciousness of source, the creator who only performs the functions of our life in a way that manifests every vital life force that's sufficient for every physical need, for the healing of every sickness and every disease. The spirit of life, the one source behind the law of attraction, the law of forgiveness, the law of love, the law of kinetic belief, has chosen to exist within reach of every human being in order to live and express itself fully in humans and is excitedly willing to give each one of us all of us created in its image, whatever could ever be needed for the most abundant existence, regardless of where you may be on the planet. Yes. All that can ever be already is, and it is available to anyone that's willing to vibrationally align their best thoughts and ideas. Wow. It's almost as if you're telling us that just the very fact that we are existing right now means we've been endowed with this ability to cause and effect with our own bias and have that power. And in, we can do that up or down, left or right, and in any direction. And, you know, I think that's really profound because it, just this reminder, just the reminder that, look, you know, you're not begging a creator to do something for you. That creator instilled in us these abilities and the rightfulness, the rightful place of of being able to create these, these these lives that we were meant to live so much so that it is actually very easy. Mm. There is one creator. There, there is, is one way. There is only one life. There's not two or three. There's one way for this to be done. <laughs> and so, for those who desire to advance mm. beyond their experiences of today into an abundant tomorrow, advancing toward perfected completion, we get out of judgments. This is not good. This is not bad. It just is. And you live your life from that. That, from that platform toward a time and place eternally where there's going to be no more egoic imaginations of lack, sickness, or disease, no more lower consciousness life forms that are diminishing toward defeat and death. And it's for those who gratefully work toward advancing in unison with the expanding universe toward a destination of perfection, for those that are acting and, and reacting uh, energetically equalizing themselves with the function of perfecting themselves toward perfection and mm -hmm. receiving that in a present tense form for those who desire to live more. I am telling you that the forces of abundance begin to, uh, to coagulate and concentrate in you and around you. In other words, the good news is it's not all up to you. <laughs> It's not? It's not all up to you, Mary. Are you sure? It's not just up to you. No. I'm not the exception. You are not the exception to the rule. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'm always at the near the end of the podcast asking myself, okay, how am I going to, um, in a tangible way, apply this? How am I going to carry this with me into tomorrow and the next day in an activated, action-based way? And for today, the, the awareness of this is washing over me. The power of being aware of your power, the power of being aware of frequency, how it works, higher frequency, lower frequency, willingness, just being mindful and allowing these concepts to become really seated in your mind 
And then as you carry that with you, they, they do, they'll do quite the work and they will come to the surface when they're needed. Yeah, you know, and it's when you're doing your part, remaining positive in a negative world, and you are, when, when you become grateful for the call, the call comes. Mm. And you beautifully, we beautifully become one with one life. And our circumstances, our environment becomes energized with all things being possible to us. The person that is going to call you with favor may not want to call you, but they're not going to be able to help it because you're grateful for the call that they're going to have to make. Yes. That's the persuasion of the universe uh, that allows you to find favor in all that you do. And so as a KB, as a kinetic believer, when we appropriate our immovable desires by admission, by learning the language of our desire, by speaking our new language, it becomes ours through the manifesting principles of this advancing universe. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, um, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. The higher consciousness of the Creator does not give its spirit by measure, but the source of life delights to give good gifts to anyone that asks. When I was eight years old, I didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> did, does anyone at eight years old? Actually, I did. <laughs> That's Come why to think I, of it. I'm, I'm qualifying this. <laughs> what I'm am saying, I talking about? I, I didn't, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they just finished opening up a convenience store not too far from our house. And That's a big deal. It was a huge deal. Actually. Yeah, because it was close enough that we could walk up there yeah. to buy candy if oh, we had man. any money. Now, I didn't know much at the age of eight. Um, but what, you wanted candy. <laughs> not like you. you. You knew a lot. You had a lot of money. But I didn't. But what I did know was that I could imagine, I could say some things out loud, that I could be grateful and that I would be healed. Because I was taught this at a, a very early age. I had someone that cared a lot about me that taught me these principles when I was four years old. Wow. One of the first things I learned in this life. So I knew that I could imagine, I could say some things out loud and be grateful and put my hands on a piano and imagine, and songs would, would come to me. The dexterity to play would come to me. And so I desired a little bit of money so I could go up to that store and, and buy some sweet tarts and Tootsie Rolls. I remember that. <laughs> I feel like and I manifested So, so <laughs> I, I imagined having the money, and I was grateful for it, and I talked about having enough change to go up there. Not long after uh, going to work on this, that's the only way I knew to work at the age of eight. <laughs> so I went to work, got up, carried my briefcase, went out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I noticed a bird's nest in the patch of woods behind our home. And it was on a, this branch of this big climbable oak tree. And so it, it stood out in my mind. So I went over there and I climbed up, shimmied out on the limb, looked into the nest and saw something shiny in there. And so I, I, reached, no I reached in and pulled out a 50-cent piece that had been woven into that nest. And back then, 50 cents could get you a, a bag full of candy. <laughs> and it did. That's and, amazing. And it did. But, but I remember not being surprised as much as I was grateful. Mm. And because wow. I was expecting a windfall. Wow. And it just happened to come in a nest full. But I got it. That's a powerful statement. I was more grateful than I was surprised. And that's a wonderful picture of, of 
how kinetic believers should be posturing ourselves. Miracles should never surprise we're a kinetic We're not surprised. Believer. We're grateful. That's really, that's beautiful. Because we have it before anyone else can see it. Yeah. And if you already have it, what, it's, there's no surprise to it. That's amazing. It, what, a, what a story. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's something universal about the faith of a child, isn't there? Yes. I mean, if a young boy or girl believes for something, they have such little doubt that it's not true or that it cannot be true. And I, we both have worked with young Appalachian children living in poverty and with yes. the Arapaho and Shoshone Native American children on the Wind River reservations. We've worked with the Navajo children out in the Shiprock Reservation in New Mexico and the Blackfeet on the Browning Reservation in Montana. And they all have this in common. At a young, a very young age, they have almost no doubts. For them, all things are possible. That is until the traditions of the elderly begin to convince them otherwise. You'll never have it. You live in despair. You live in poverty. They start teaching them these traditions. And can can you imagine what would happen in those regions if the future would be left up to the imaginations of the children? left up to their untouched, highest vibrational expectations. Wow. The entire world, if the elderly would take their hands off the children, except to feed them (laughs) food, could you imagine how quickly the world would change in a a positive way? Well, you'd have, you know, instead of generational lack and generational health problems and generational despair, we would have... Uh, wealth and health and joy and enlightenment as as the the thing that you pass on. We would have astronauts that wrestle when they're not in space. We would have superheroes. We would have all these little imaginative things that they <laughs> delight in. These are some of the things that they would talk about on the reservations. And you oh, ask, right. what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and they have these fantastical ideas. Yes. My favorite, <laughs> but, but, my yeah. favorite, I think I may have even said it before on the podcast, was a kid, and what do you want to be when you get older? What do you want to do? And he said, well, I don't know, either a, a rock star or a soap maker. Exactly. And why not? That's and the why point. not? Well, can you imagine a the level of joy? A making rock star. Yes, yes. of course. <laughs> our creator is very, very real. And the creative spirit is as close as our breath. Mm. And the source of all things does not give by measure. And you can tell, you just know it in your knower. Yeah. God delights to give good gifts to anyone that should humble themselves enough to dare to ask. And when we've done the kinetic belief work of transcending to higher consciousness, to receiving transformations from there, stop clock watching. Don't put a time limit on these things. Don't put your creative desires on a timetable. Because if you're willing to stand forever, here's a secret. You'll never have to stand for long. Thoreau wrote in Walden, as if you could kill time without injuring eternity. Think about it. Wow. I mean, the only thing that'll keep something from you is the pressure of having to see it to believe it. Believe it, and you will see it. Look, the eternal presence of you is now. And the you of now is the eternal presence of higher consciousness with that of God, which includes every hope and dream, expected, received, and in the present tense form of having it now in gratitude and in action. 
Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Just say this aloud. Say, my life is advancing. My life is advancing. Each day. Each day. It's becoming filled. It's becoming filled. To the overflow. To the overflow. With the abundance. With the abundance. Of perfected completion. Of perfected completion. And you know what? Hey, you know what? Prosperity comes to me easily. Prosperity comes to me easily. And effortlessly. And effortlessly. Because I gratefully. Because I gratefully. Expect to advance toward it. Expect to advance toward it. I am increasingly manifesting. I am increasingly manifesting. More and more and more. More and more and more. (laughs) Of what I've chosen to desire. Of what I've chosen to desire. Every single day. Every day. I am expecting increase. I am expecting increase. I am expecting favor. I am expecting favor. I am expecting more. I am expecting more. Of my genius. Of my genius. To manifest. To manifest. And it's working for me now. It's working for me now. I know that I'm attracting great wealth. I know that I'm attracting great wealth. Because I believe I'm advancing. Because I believe I'm advancing toward the perfected completion. Toward that perfected completion of the wisdom. Of the wisdom. To gain, to gain that abundance. That abundance. I don't have joy. I don't have joy. I am joy. I am joy. I don't have happiness. I don't have happiness. I am happy. I am happy. I don't have good health. I don't have good health. I am perfected health. Mm, I am perfected health. Look. Look. I don't have wealth. I don't have wealth. I am wealth. I am wealth. I am prosperous. I am prosperous. I am the manifestation. I am the manifestation of peace. Of peace. I attract more. I attract more. So that I can give from my abundance. So that I can give from my abundance. Which will never run out. Which will never run out. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I got no worries. <laughs> I got no worries. And I have no fear. <laughs> and I have no fear. I am. I am. Therefore, I am. Therefore, I am. Wow, you've gotten us really stirred up today, Steve. <laughs> um, this this was a lot, I have to say. There was so much uh, depth in here, and I do want to go back, and there were so many beautiful sections in this that are going to help us um, you know, sort of go forth and, and live this life as a kinetic believer beyond the journal, you know, living beyond the journal, living beyond the premise and getting into the real meat of this life. I love you. I love you too. Sitting, and I, sitting I love out, all the KBs. So much love, yeah. so much light to all you KB creatives yeah. all around the world. And thank you KBs for sending in all the comments and emails and text messages. They are so enriching to us. And I just love receiving those as the weeks come and go. And we've got to make an announcement on the location of our KB workshop coming up in Texas, and that's going to come just the next day or two. <laughs> We're I working promise. on it. We're working. We're on working it. on that. Yeah, and um, if you want to get, you know, receive updates on that and everything else that. We're doing as kinetic believers as a community. Just make sure you've signed up for the to receive emails on the website stephencanyon.com, and then also follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon, and you'll get all the updates that way. KBs, continue to remind yourselves that I am, Mm -hmm. therefore I am. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.